You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. everyone to a very special rb1 uh colon fantasy football podcast colon actually a gambling podcast hosted by not really gamblers i am your humble host pete rogers oh clark bards an expert in the uh in the gambling world so he claims uh clark how you doing <laughs> Wait, you you claim that. I claim Pete. nothing. Uh, I claim nothing. Don't you dare. Don't you dare put this on me. I am we're doing great. We're coming uh coming to you on location from the in-laws house. So, pretty excited. Pretty excited day in broadcasting. Look at that. I just all kinds of change of location and oh my god, there's an adorable little puppy picture back behind you too. Yes, uh the future mother-in-law is a uh, bit of a dog breeder. Oh. And so I am in the uh Katie's old room, which is kind of the guest room slash uh, dog room. Uh, wow, wonderful! Wow. Lots of lots of memories in here. Lots of memories. In lots here. of lots of beautiful puppies too. It looks like yes. My beautiful puppy is currently uh, staring at me from his crate as That's I throw good. him in every time we podcast. So wonderful. Ready, ready to come at those, come at you with the uh, stats and information. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. He's our new, he's our new uh, stats and information guy for Fake Teams podcast. So excellent. He's doing pretty good so far. It's an internship. We'll see if he gets the full time gig. Um, We figured we're going to throw together. First of all, it's been a while since Clark has been on the show, so we wanted to have a a special before Super Bowl show so we can get Clark on to talk about the Super Bowl since he missed Monday show or Tuesday show when you listen to it. But also, we figured. Hey, let's uh, do a little Super Bowl live gambling advice from some non-gamblers. And so we're going to look at some of our favorite lines and our favorite prop bets and whatnot and just kind of preview the Super Bowl through that methodology. Uh, And so, I don't know, Clark, where do you want to start? Do you want to start? I mean, the very basic currently, uh, as I look at Bovada.com, San Francisco 49ers, Kansas City Chiefs, uh, they have... 49ers plus one and a half uh, favorites. Are you are you pro that? I'm really interested in this Super Bowl because I can tell myself a story about who's going to win, and it's been a little while uh, since that's happened. So I think uh, San Francisco is the dog getting the one and a half points, and I think that they're the better team, and I think that their offense is more apt to perform well under this odd circumstances of the four hour long halftime break, uh, the two week run up to the game, the uh, milieu of nonsense that is just thrown at NFL fans and players, I'm sure during this time. So I think trust the run game and trust Shanahan uh, more than trust the like extremely prolific uh, greatest show on turf esque offense where a lot of good things have to happen at the same time to work in kind of an odd environment. So I think San Francisco is going to win outright. 
And I'd certainly take the point and a half just because, you know, if Kansas City squeaks it out by a point, you know, you can still still take the W. Still take the win. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I am with you on just that the 49ers will win. I do trust Kyle Shanahan and this offense more. And I think you're right. And we talked about this on Tuesday's show a little bit, just in the fact that uh, – that it does seem that offenses that rely and not so much rely on the big play, not that the Kansas city chiefs do that, but just like that, that have that huge big play element to it tend to, it doesn't translate necessarily all that well to super bowls. It seems. Yeah. I think it's harder to translate. It can absolutely. And I mean, we we've seen that with the Patriots. I mean, when they need a play, they can make a play, but neither. I mean, I, I have completely unplugged from NFL the NFL world for the past two weeks because I just really don't like the types of reporting but I mean how many people on these teams have been to a Super Bowl is it like three I mean like Shanahan probably has the most experience as a coordinator Uh, Jimmy G is a two-time Super Bowl winning quarterback okay so all right so that proves my point right uh I think Andy Andy Reid went once with the Eagles if I'm not yeah yeah uh so th- there's going to be a lot of inexperience in this game and on both sides. So neither team gets an advantage, but uh, this is taking nothing away from Kansas city. I don't think they're a fluke. They, I mean, in a league full of great offensive teams, they are amazing. They have so many weapons and ways to beat you. I have to it's tough. get my lunch. Yeah. <laughs> the RB one podcast brought to you by DoorDash. Are you a hardworking stay-at-home sports reporter doing a special podcast because your podcast mate's internet is too shitty? Well, if so, don't forget about how convenient and fast DoorDash deliveries can be. DoorDash. <laughs> used just good old Jimmy John's. Ah, well, you can then just cut the commercial that I did. So, <laughs> that's good, that's good. Jimmy John's. Fast, Jimmy John's. easy sandwiches. Um, yeah, so I definitely like the 49ers getting the getting – the, uh, you know, one and a half points. If you, if you were a betting man on that, uh, the over under on Monday, on Tuesday's podcast, we talked, <laughs> we talked with, uh, <laughs> it's big. I was like, Oh, over for sure. And then I saw the number. I'm like, Oh, <laughs> wait, yeah, we, that's a lot. We talked with Os- Oscar Aprizio from the uh, better rivals podcast, which is a 49ers podcast. And, uh, he was saying he is taking the over it's 54 yeah. points right now, 54 and a half points. I would love this to be a, uh, an exciting offensive explosion and not even offensive, uh, uh, a scoring explosion. Because like I said, on that show, I would love it. I could see this being that chiefs Rams game where you had a lot of points on both offenses, but also that both defenses made big plays and had some scores. Um, mm-hmm. I, after the 13 to three super bowl last year, I would welcome a, uh, a super bowl where it's over 54 points. Uh, but it does seem I don't know. It does seem like that is, I mean, trust, trust Vegas to set the odds right where you're like, Oh, it could go either way. Cause as in my head, I'm like, well, if the chiefs score, you know, if like, if it's 30 to 26, that's 56. Well, that's over. So there you go. Well, maybe I'll take the over. Just talked myself into it. Yeah. That's big. I mean, for you math fans, that's 28 and 28, right? <laughs> so that. For all you math fans at home. That seems like for these teams, an incredibly low score, but the Super Bowl is just so hard to predict because it is such a unique experience. I mean, so yeah, I think you said the line is 54 right now. Um, 
and, and we're, we're doing this live. Like I've looked at these, but I wanted to kind of get the reaction and walk through the yeah. thoughts here. Uh, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to take the over because even though uh, the Niners pass rush, I think is really going to get after Mahomes. I, I just can't see this game being 20 to 13. Uh, I think if San Francisco dominates the run, they're going to be able to still score a lot. And there, you can slow Kansas City, but yeah, they are they are pretty much unstoppable. Uh, so yeah, I, I think I'm I'm on the train with everyone else. I think I'm going on over on 40 points, and I'm writing these down. So if we do really well, we can discuss yeah. it. Uh, and then if we don't do well, we can just go right into like top just, 10 RBs for next year. Right. Exactly. Just go straight on to 2020 and just over on 54. Okay. <laughs> just Got ignore it. everything we're saying. Yes. Um, well, then let's move on to one of the most classic prop bets. Uh, and I feel like this is something, another good over under that people always will check with their stopwatches. And that's how long the national anthem will be sung. Now there's, I've seen a whole bunch of, uh, of times that you can see is over under all roughly around two minutes flirting with two minutes. The mm-hmm. most I saw was two minutes and four seconds, the over being uh minus one thirty. I okay. Demi Lovato singing. I would take the over. Uh, she sung the national anthem for the world series back in 2015. I think it was like game four or something. It went two minutes and 30 seconds. Demi Lovato analysis. likes to hold her notes. She wants to get that vibrato in there, um, which I'm all for because she has an amazing voice. So I would hit the over on that heart. I was trying to find what's the highest time that I could find and then the, gives me the best odds. Because like they had 150 and it's like, yeah, 150 is not giving me anything. I need some, I need some good risk here. And uh, two minutes, four seconds, minus 130. I'll take that. Okay. I'm going to take a page out of the Oracle's book here. Uh, I stopped listening to music when Papa Roach came on the scene. (laughs) So uh, tell me a little bit about Demi Lovato. Is she country Western? Is Um, she a hip hop? She's pop. She's pop. pop. Yeah. She, um, is she making her brand on like, I'm a really good singer or is she a real chesty girl? She is, she's done a whole bunch of stuff. So she's, she is a very good singer. Um, and also is very, uh, very attractive. Um, okay. And so let me see. I should know. Let me see. Listen, does this tell me songs? Oh, songs. I'm so I would say like just for, the, for the, some con. The, the puppy's some, doing some stats and informations right now for us. <laughs> some context for what I'm looking for to fill a little time while the pupster's doing it. I feel like Mariah Carey takes great pride in being a good mm-hmm. singer, although she is, she is also attractive. I have never heard or seen Britney Spears to act as though she is some great blessing upon people's Good. ears, kind of just shaking it. Right. That's a, so that's a great, a great one too to describe, yeah. to let me know exactly what you're thinking. Demi All Lovato, artists that haven't put out an album in probably 15 years for our younger <laughs> listeners. Those are two uh, singers. Those, those are, those are, that's where Clark's knowledge of, uh, of right. music stops. <laughs> uh, Demi Lovato is much more on the Mariah Carey side of things. Okay. I'm taking the over. Yeah. Definitely taking over. They, I mean, because they want it to go far, you know. Right. Oh, and she, and again, again, I can't stress enough. Two minutes thirty, MLB World Series back in twenty fifteen, and it was like it was an aggressive two thirty. She was holding notes at the end. I mean, the the last like ten words of the anthem went for like forty five seconds. So I'm thinking. I love it, and I and I love these particular bets where you know that there's like a nephew-in-law that's like hey Demi no we haven't talked in a long time but uh 
Demi, what uh, are you thinking about the length of the? <laughs> have you uh, practiced how uh, roughly how long? Just give me a rough estimate how long you uh, you've been singing. Running around to every book in Reno, putting down the maximum hundred dollar bet. Right. On the over. In yeah. this situation, because unless you unless you have like an, a phenomenal skill at being able to tell and judge time, like I can't tell I can't tell you how long time you know if i don't have a clock on me i can't tell you how long a minute is do you think she's allowed to bet on herself because of the fact that she doesn't have real control like she if there if she if there's no sense of time for her can she can she bet on herself and just be like we'll see how long it takes so i mean with enough time money and effort you can make anything happen but i think a lot of these bets are usually uh limited to where you cannot put enough on it to uh jeopardize your public career with singing uh i i would assume that uh someone who tours and someone who does performances on like the dave letterman show or like whoever's doing that stuff now is pretty good at understanding time because they've got to get in and get out of radio segments and things like that so I, i bet they have a pretty good understanding and i bet someone like uh you know janet jackson and and all those folks are like i'm taking my freaking time i've earned it and she yeah. may have that kind of attitude. Just oh. wild speculation here on the RB1 podcast. As well, you should. If you if you get to sing the national anthem at a Super Bowl, don't rush that. Yeah. Let that thing come naturally. And it gives the producer more time to cut away to people's faces and flag waving. Right. And we all know the NFL loves faces and flag waving. God damn it, yes. As long as those faces are either seated or standing. But if you're kneeling, yeah, we're not cutting to you. And it, I mean, like if you're having a hot dog or something, no problem. But if no you're problem. espousing your political beliefs and hoisting them <laughs> on the rest of us, unless it's the ones I have, no, thank you. <laughs> Unacceptable. We will not. will not show that. Um, other, the other kind of most important. I feel like I always like. I always enjoyed looking at Super Bowl MVP uh, odds because I feel like those are. You always get a good list of players, obviously. But then not only that, it's also fun to see like what create a scenario where this person could yeah. win Super Bowl MVP and you could win a shit ton of money off of them. Um currently Patrick Mahomes is the favorite plus 115, Jimmy G plus 275, Raheem Mostert plus 550. Uh and then so those are the top 3. Like those in my mind are the easiest. Obviously a quarterback is the easiest to to make a narrative for because more or less they're always going to win it. Like if the Chiefs win, I have a really hard time believing Patrick Mahomes is not going to win the Super Bowl uh, Super Bowl MVP. If the 49ers win, Raheem Mostert at plus five fifty seems pretty saucy to me as a as a pretty surefire bet. Yeah, I like it, and and you know me, I like to come up with stories and just do the thought experiment of how things might go. I think uh, everyone would love Jimmy G to take it home. Super pretty. Uh, you know, former Patriot now doing it with the Niners, you know, there'll be, you know, countless references to fucking Steve Young and throwing the <laughs> monkey off his back. That story just writes itself. So people right. would love that. It's gorgeous. So if he does okay, then they'll do that. Really hasn't been a Niners game. They really haven't had to rely much on him to do that. So I think Mostert is more, I mean, outside of the, we really want to give it to a quarterback because that's who we show on the camera all the time. Right. I think Mostert would be the most logical offensive choice because you can tell yourself a story where he just runs for 180 yards and two touchdowns and just absolutely dominates. Uh, something that I'm really interested in for a 49ers entry chance, and you'll have to tell me what the odds are, uh, Nick Bosa potentially just 
wrecking the game for the defense, maybe strip sack, fumble, couple of sacks, maybe a few deflected passes or something like that. Where is Nick Bosa, rookie Nick Bosa sitting at? Plus 1,800. That's, I'll, put, I'll put 30 bucks on that. Yeah, that's I mean, a, those are some real nice. And you're right that the narrative is 100% there because it's not just it's not just a like, oh, Nick Bosa had such a good rookie year and, you know, this would be such a beautiful cap to it and all this. It's like he's been dominant throughout the playoffs so far. Like he, mm-hmm. has, he has continued his regular season success well through the playoffs. Uh, and we've seen him make big plays. And we've seen him take over games so far in his young career. And if he does take over a game, like if the Chiefs offense is going to stumble, it's going to be because of this 49ers pass rush. And likely it's going to be because of Nick Bosa and the Chiefs tackles aren't the greatest. Mitchell Schwartz is pretty good. Um, but I Nick Bosa at plus 1800 is is pretty. He's the first defensive player uh, in terms of okay. in terms of odds. And that, and that so, makes sense. So not incredibly necessarily creative, but still big odds and fun i don't think anyone from the chiefs uh could do it um i said maybe tyro mayhew like if he shuts down yeah. george kittle and gets he's like, in the media poss- right you know people if he know gets him like already. a pick six and a forced fumble and a couple of really big tackles maybe maybe he and he's got a good way. story right right so like if nick boso won it twitter would expand load with virtue signaling yeah. so i think that's a, a mark against nick bosa uh we might see some old tweets resurface uh <laughs> and, and hold things back with that yeah. teron matthew i think for especially a lot of folks that's a redemption story right. even though i mean like it shouldn't be you like to, to smoke weed in college not, not what do you redeem right world. you don't need to redeem yourself um, from anything but good but. for him right like was kind of on the outs and you know his career was in jeopardy and he's become a fantastic player at a really devalued position that we know who he is is really amazing uh and he's been playing really well and has turned around the chiefs uh, well you know hasn't single-handedly done it but but it's been a, has huge been a very factor. vocal leader yes. in the turnaround of the, the chiefs defense so so he he's a really sneaky candidate and, and bets like this unless you you know the smart money is, is Patrick Mahomes, right? That's that you can tell yourself a story very Still easily. Plus 115, which isn't bad. Yeah. He, he does 275, three touchdowns, and the Chiefs win. Done. Do you think the NFL will do anything to have it not be Patrick Mahomes? Like, no way. They, they want it to be him. Uh, but if you're going to go out on an edge and put like 20, 30 bucks that you are donating to the book right. on something, I like to pick the defensive guy because, and especially in such an offensive game, you're getting, a, you're getting long odds here. So. Right. Plus 6,600 for Tyro Mayhew. Yeah. You got to, I mean, I mean why you not gotta do that? Just throw yeah. something on it. So Just I'm like an hour and a half from the Canadian border. Uh, if anyone can tweet me, quickly uh i have tomorrow i have saturday <laughs> off as well what is the closest sports book to uh Bo washington because i go. will i will make the drive i have passport will travel uh clark is ready clark is yeah. the gambling juices are flowing through him right now i will post these incredibly small and unimpressive <laughs> bets on twitter if someone can get me this information Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. 
Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Uh, are there other important ones we should hit up before we kind of start talking about some of our favorites and our surefire ones that we're definitely making? Uh, just a just a general comment. So looking through the Bavada props, I'm seeing a lot of things like uh, Mostert gets 70 yards and a touchdown, and you're not getting great odds on there. Like those are parlays in straight bet clothing. Yeah. So I would be very weary of the yardage plus touchdown thing, uh, unless you're being super conservative. And the Mostert one, 70 yards and a touchdown, I think is pretty conservative. It's not hard to see Tevin Coleman sneaking in there for one Matt and Breida. then George Kittle getting one and Breida, you know, it's the yardage plus touchdown things, right. something I'm not too hip on if I'm not getting that like four X parlay type money back. Right, right, right. If, if you're getting, cause I don't know what, I don't know what the odds are in that one specific, but if you're getting like plus one fifty, that's not worth it. I'll pull it up here. I'm, I'm, you know, we're just scrolling through all of these as we do the pod. So, uh, and I don't know how to like, I'm sure Bavada's website is better than I'm using (laughs) it, but I don't know how to do it. They have a Uh, bunch of weird categories now, which is like somewhat overwhelming. Yeah. It's overwhelming and awesome. It's just, I don't know how to do it. Um, I will find one. While you find point. it, let me give yeah. you let me give you my absolute favorite prop bet for this Super Bowl, and one that I'm almost certainly going to put money on, and I know I'm going to lose money on it, but I'm okay with it. Plus fourteen hundred, Andy Reid wears a Hawaiian shirt to coach the Super Bowl. Oh, is there an under? The, like, I'll, I'll take the no. The no is minus ten thousand. <laughs> okay. Shit. <laughs> I would love like if Andy Reed, this is just seems to me like the perfect conclusion to Andy Reed's like legacy. I mean, and I'm not saying that he's going to retire after this, but like in Miami in a Super Bowl where it's just like, this is it. This is, I'm putting all my chips on the table. You never know if you can make it back. I have the most talented quarterback in the NFL. I have an offense that has come back from like multiple 20 plus point deficits in, in no time at all. Like I feel prepared for every situation. Let's do this. I'm showing up and I'm coaching the Super Bowl in a Hawaiian shirt and I'm winning Pete uh, 1400 bucks. Yeah, I think that's the most fun bet. And uh, even someone who loves to just piss money away like myself would have a hard time putting 10 bucks on that one. <laughs> oh, I know, but I would I would love that to, to happen. Yeah, I have all these offhand. Cause I wrote, so I wrote on fake teams, I wrote a, a list of my favorite uh, Super Bowl live prop bets. Because uh, another one that's great, will a non-QB throw a touchdown? Plus... 315 for yes minus 530 for no and uh hopefully someone will uh rudely correct me if i'm wrong for people who don't bet a lot that plus 315 means if you bet 100 dollars, you win 315 dollars, and the minus 200 means you have to bet 200 dollars to win 100 dollars. so so the bigger the positive number the less likely something is to happen the better the payout is anyway so Good thing we did that in the middle of the podcast yeah, exactly. for all of the inexperienced gamblers <laughs> for out For all there. those who came to like get gambling advice from non-gamblers, yeah. and uh, we now just told you how to gamble. Yeah. 
I like I found a couple of the player props. Uh, Tyreek Hill to have seventy plus receiving yards and one touchdown minus one thirty five. No, right? That's uh, no. I can't do Why? that. Why would you? Um, um, unless you're parlay? Like, no, I'm not. I'm not going to make that a standalone bet where I have to put three whatever three hundred plus bucks to just hope that Tyreek Hill gets seventy plus yards in a TD. Yeah, so I'm staying away from those. I do love to parlay because it's. <laughs> It can be super fun to put like four or five things together, especially just on a regular NFL Sunday, put like 20 bucks down. You know, you're probably going to lose, but then the payout is, you know, well, if things happen the way that you've convinced yourself via narrative that it's going to, uh, then it's super fun. Yeah. So last year, so I do this every, for the last like three Super Bowls, I give myself like 200 bucks and I just like say, I'll never see this 200 bucks again. And I just play fun bets. I put as you should do with all gambling. All gambling should just yeah. be like, I will never see this money again. And if I do, that's great. Uh, I put a hundred bucks on James Devlin scoring a touchdown at plus twelve hundred last year's Super Bowl. So when Gronk caught it at the one yard line, I was, I was just like, oh my god, this is happening. This is happening. I'm about to just all, make twelve hundred dollars, and then and then Sony Michelle punched it in, and it was crippling to me. But it definitely was exciting. I was the it was the most excited I'd never been for a fullback dive. That's awesome. And and what, what's fun is kind of like first touchdown, uh, picking the returner or mm. something like that. Yeah. Uh, so I like first d- touchdown props uh, because it, it may get paid off real quick or it may be something that you can actually enjoy all game without sweating so hard like the over and under. Uh, so I just have a couple here that I think would be fun. Uh, George Kittle plus 1,000. Uh, Damian Williams plus 6,500 or, or plus 650. Sorry. Um, and then if you want to go more long shots, uh, Levine Toy Lolo is at Ooh. plus 10,000. <laughs> so, and one that I like, Kyle Juszczyk is plus 3,000. And by like, I mean, you know, it, for it a happen. long shot. It could happen. It could happen. It could um, happen. I also like the I also like the fact that Levine Toy Lolo plus ten thousand is the same as no touchdowns will be scored in this game plus ten thousand. <laughs> <laughs> that's how that's how much confidence Vegas has in Levine Toy Lolo catching a touchdown. It's the same as there not being a touchdown scored, which is zero percent. Yeah, it, those are really fun, uh, and and then things like no touchdown first quarter, mm-hmm. uh, no touchdown in the game. I mean, I don't That's think hard. anyone had the 13 to three line, uh, but Still no touchdown, touchdown in the game with these two, I don't think is going to happen. Uh, but no touchdown first quarter, you know, we've all, we, you've seen the games where there's just a lot of, you know, monkeys trying to F a doorknob running around out there trying to figure things out <laughs> while they. Is that, is that a saying? Monkeys trying to F a doorknob? It's sort of a, it's a, it's an edited saying sure, from Dodgeball. Sure. Oh, okay. Oh, correct, correct, correct. All right. You and your references. You're so yes. you're so in it and in tune with pop culture, Clark. Sometimes I forget just how how in involved you are. I'm a man of a different era. <laughs> That's right. Um, yeah. Travis Kelsey plus two twenty five for any time touchdown score in the first half. I like it. I mean I That's pretty good. Really awesome. I mean, I I wouldn't do this because this is irresponsible. But if you want to tell a story about having a dynamic tight end is like the new hot thing in the NFL, which I'm sure like hundreds of people have written in the past two weeks, we have two of the best tight ends or like the two best tight ends in the game in in Kittle and Kelsey. Uh, And just, I I think they're incredibly athletic and dynamic, but there are also other incredible and dynamic tight ends that we know are just 
floundering on these other teams and not being taken advantage of like we saw with Delaney Walker for mm-hmm. a decade. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there's a, you know, you've got to give half to the player for being amazing and then half to both Andy Reed and Cal Shanahan for finding a way to get those guys involved. And especially tip of the cap to Cal Shanahan uh, running the fullbacks so much, just really doing some old school things that have become new school again, because everyone stopped doing them uh, again, use check plus 3000 boy. Hmm. Mm. yeah mm. almost as good as 49ers winning by 43 plus points at 8,000 right <laughs> <laughs> Patrick Mahomes is uh deported before That's the right. game <laughs> and I don't know and it's Matt Mo- Matt Moore except for the fact that um, Matt Moore is still like put Matt up Moore's a still functioning fine. Chiefs offense yeah yeah, so yeah he's still fine unless the Chiefs like spontaneously combust on the field right. there I'm not sure why anyone would put money on that um, Andy Reid wears a Hawaiian shirt and loses respect of all of his players. And they and all <laughs> they all leave. Well, at least I made twelve hundred dollars, fourteen hundred dollars. That's right. <laughs> uh, do you have any bets that you are you are driving up to Canada to like go put money on that you're just you're certain are going to come true? No, I mean I, I just kind of like to throw things on uh, first touchdown over under. I do like to do stuff like first half over under because at least then you can either get a little win early without having to sweat the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I think the first half over-unders are pretty close to just the lines uh, yeah. that we have for the whole game. So first half uh, over 24, I'll probably take the under on that one, just expecting things to take a little time to get going. Uh, but yeah, nothing I'm really honing in on. I like, uh, there's one that I liked a lot. Patrick Mahomes throws two or more touchdowns in any quarter, plus 210. Like, yeah, I like if. That. If if the if the Forty Niners get up, you know, seventeen, and you know whatever, or what, or maybe even it's like ten to three after the first quarter, and then the Chiefs come out, boom, fourteen points on the board, no problem. Like I, I think this Chiefs offense can can throw yeah. that. They've shown that they can do that, no problem. That seems that seems pretty good to me. Is there anything for like Jimmy Garoppolo scoring or passing for three touchdowns at really long odds? Something like that would be interesting. Kind of a a huge departure from what got the team there. I don't Who think throws more touchdown passes in the game. Jimmy G is plus one ninety. No, no, that's <laughs> no. terrible. I, I would, I wouldn't. I mean, I think plus five hundred would be the ballpark of where I'd like start thinking about it. Uh, but, Jimmy G over under total touchdown passes one point five. The over is minus one thirty five. I would take the under. I would take the under on that one. You would take the under on that. The under yeah, just one, one touchdown or none. Yeah. Uh, the under. The under is not that much though either. The under one point five is one oh five. Yeah, it's just a, just a straight you're up. Just, you're just taking. Bet. I'd take that. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah, I, I'm not seeing. I want them to be able to tell me exactly like. Uh, tell me exactly. Put be able to put money on exactly how many touchdowns Jimmy G throws. They're not. I'm not seeing that option. Upsetting. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure. So one of the great things about Bavada is there's so many options, and that's what's making it hard to kind of scroll through here and the towel. pick something out. Uh, but yeah, really excited about the Super Bowl. Having spent no time listening to any run up to it, really makes it great. So outside of this podcast, who thank you for all of you sticking with us all year. Yeah, uh, the media blackout really highly recommend. It's a you you've kind of patented that move. It's a good move for you. It works. It's enjoyable. Also, you know, started a new job. 
So yeah. can't I'm not on a computer just like doing nothing all day like my old office job. Really uh, fun, fun stuff. That's good. That's good. Hey, I can re- yeah. getting a puppy for that. Uh, that basically gets you off the air as well. I'm have just not been on the internet forever because it's like I occasionally will check in to like maybe write an article or to like tweet something out. But for the most part, it's just like, all right, what are uh, where are we going for a walk now, pupper? Yeah. Well, I mean, you have a family to think about now. I got a family. So I have a child to raise. And this is why priorities change. This is why Andy Reid needs to wear a Hawaiian shirt so that I can make money to provide for my child. Those rawhide bones that are colored to look like real bones aren't going to buy themselves. They don't pay for themselves. They don't. Let me promise you that. Let me promise you that. Um, awesome. Well, we just wanted to record a quick little pod, uh, and, uh, and get some good, I don't know, good question in quotation mark gambling advice out there, but mainly just to get Clark on back on the airwaves so that everyone, since we've been all been missing Clark's voice, we can now hear it and look at the beautiful, I, I can't stop staring at that puppy behind your shoulder. It's, it's not great. A there's also, listeners, but it's there's also, uh, Katie's sister in a pair of acid washed, uh, holy jeans petting her horse. Yes. Uh, above my other shoulder. That's one of possibly one of my favorite pictures oh, ever. Incredible. Incredible. Yeah. You're, you're living your best life right now. Clark. Like if white snake was a country band, uh, that's probably an album cover. <laughs> another, another very topical, reference. another yeah. hip you're reference, killing it. You're killing it. uh, on the pod. White snakes, white snakes, uh, national anthem song would be like five minutes long i i at least it would like i think like first burst of fireworks color would be a good Mm, uh prop for really any show uh is shakira doing the halftime show shakira and j-lo oh wow yeah do you want to you want to know what are together at last if they have a wardrobe malfunction Sure. Because I got it. It's plus twelve hundred for yes, minus seven uh, seven thousand five hundred for no. I feel like you could really dive into what do we mean by malfunction? Like, do you mean am I seeing boob, or right. do you mean like one of them has their shoes untied? Which I could argue is a wardrobe is a wardrobe malfunction. malfunction. Do their shoes even? Will their shoes even have ties? They'll probably have like, or will it just be Crocs? I mean, they're um, big now, right? Yeah, let's do. Let's have J Lo and Shakira do the entire halftime show in Crocs, in Crocs mm-hmm. and yoga pants, and just an old sweatshirt. I mean, yes, I couldn't really ask for sp- couldn't ask for a better halftime show. Really going to speak to Middle America on that one. <laughs> hey, I, I that was like the go to attire for all of the girls in my high school. Yeah, me too. I mean, yoga pants are great. Yoga pants. I am insulted that there haven't been a men's yoga pants yet. That's right. What are we, what are we doing, yoga? Get your shit together. <laughs> the yoga pant company out yeah, there. Yoga pant company, get your shit together. All right. Uh, we'll be back at you guys on next Tuesday. Next week, we'll recap the Super Bowl and talk all kinds of goodness. Clark has written down all of our bets, and we'll see how well we did in terms of uh, whether or not we were correct on any of them. Uh, make sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher whole nine yards we are there follow us on Twitter at RB1 Podcast follow myself at PDM Rogers follow Clark at NFL Clark uh, until then peace